Hi, and welcome to another broadcast of Faith Life with Pastor Earl and Friends. This particular broadcast is sponsored by just some anonymous friends who pray and share and give, and I'm thankful for every friend that we have of the faith. If you're interested in being one of our friends of the faith, then you can contact me via charisman, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-N-1234 at gmail.com. Or my cell, you can text it 386-795-8494. Bless you for listening today. We're going to share the prophecy, one of the most phenomenal prophecies in all of Scripture, Daniel 9, 24 to 27. This particular prophecy is one of the most convincing prophecies to the truth of Jesus Christ. And so let me share it with you. In Daniel chapter 9, verse 24... It's a rather long prophecy, but it says this, Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city. Are you wondering why Israel is the focus of the whole world right now? It's because there will be, during the tribulation, a time of great salvation that will come to Israel. Talks about that in Romans chapters nine to 11. But 70 weeks, the idea of weeks is not literal weeks, but it's the idea of 70 series of seven years. That would be 490 years It says, are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city, the thy people, talking about Israel, and thy holy city is talking about Jerusalem. We see this idea in uh, Jeremiah and other places like that. Well, it tells us that there will be six things that will transpire in this 490-year period. Six things. Number one, to finish the transgression. The first three have to do with sin. Sin is missing the mark. We all sin, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. To finish the transgression. Well, of course, we believe that this happened when Christ died for us on the cross and he was buried and rose again, the finishing of transgression. Secondly, to make an end of sins to make an end of sins. Again, referring to God dealing with Israel and God dealing with sin. He'll make an end of sins. Sin is what complicates this whole world. 
You don't hear it preached about enough. You don't hear it taught about enough. But that's like not warning people that poison can kill you or a rattlesnake bite can harm you. Sin is like that. And thirdly, to make reconciliation for iniquity, another idea for sin. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 19, I believe it is, it talks about that reconciliation. Reconciliation between God and man is this, is when reconciled means to be changed from an enemy to a friend. I'm so glad that when I came to Christ that I became his friend. And I would like to be known like David and Abraham and John and others as a a friend of God, beloved of God. And I know he loves me that way and I know he loves you that way. Number four, to bring in everlasting righteousness. Righteousness, the idea of righteousness or justice and bringing in everlasting righteousness is after the tribulation. We know there will be a time of peace on earth and that will be the millennium and then the new heaven, the new earth and the new Jerusalem. Also, we know that our Lord is referred to as the Lord, our righteousness. Number five, to seal up the vision. Right now, the vision is the idea of the prophecies and the vision that God had for this world. It'll be all sealed up. It'll be all over. And then number six, to anoint the most holy. Some say this is talking about Christ, the anointed one. And others believe that this is referring to the the temple in the new Jerusalem, that it will be anointed. All that we do know is that Christ is the anointed one. And we as Christians are anointed ones as well. Now verse 25 talks about 69, remember 400 and 90 years. Well, the first 483 years are talked about in verse 25. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem unto Messiah the Prince shall be seven weeks or 49 years and threescore and two weeks. That's a total of 69 of the weeks, 69 of the seven year periods. And that's a total of 483 years. It says the street shall be built again and the wall even in troublous times. So we do know that there was the prophecy made in 445 BC 
concerning the decree to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, there were four decrees. One was by Cyrus, one by Darius the Mede, and two by Artaxerxes. In Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 1 to 8, the one that fits the most is that one in 445 B.C. The book of Nehemiah is a wonderful book as well. You need to read that. It's all about building and battling for God. In verse 26, here is the 70th week. So we have 69 that have already transpired and we have the 70th week is yet to be in the future. We know that the things concerning finishing the transgression, making an end of sins, making reconciliation for iniquity, bringing in everlasting righteousness, sealing up the vision and prophecy and anointing the most holy will be done in this 490 year period that God has laid out. Verse 26, and after three score and two weeks, plus the 49 years, the seven sevens, that's 69 weeks, shall Messiah be cut off. Messiah is Christ, the anointed one. Jesus will be cut off. So after 69 of these weeks or periods of seven years, Christ will be sacrificed, but not for himself, because Christ came to die for you and for me. Let me pause here for a minute to say, if you do not know Christ as your Lord and Savior, this would be the hour. This would be a great time. Why don't you let me lead you in a prayer? We call it the sinner's prayer. Many today mock it and say, oh, it's just a prayer, it's nothing. But it really is because it really is something because Romans 10 says, if you will confess to agree with what God has said, you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Repentance and faith is what saves you. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe he died, he was buried and rose again? Well, if you pray that prayer of salvation and offer your heart in repentance to the Lord, God, I'm sorry for my sin, and I not only repent, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. You will become a child of God. So the Messiah will be cut off after those 69 weeks but not for himself, because Christ came to die for you and for me. And then it goes on and it says, the people of the prince that shall come. That is not talking about Jesus. 
That's talking about the Antichrist, the counterfeit Christ. And it says, he shall destroy the city. Zechariah 14 verses 1 to 3, prior to Jesus coming in glory, not the rapture, the revelation of Christ in glory, talked about in Zechariah 14, 1 to 3, there'll be war in the streets, trouble in the streets, but in all that darkness, Christ will light up the sky with the second coming in glory, and he will destroy the Antichrist. It says he'll destroy, not Jesus, but here it's the prince that will come. That's the Antichrist. He's talked about a lot in Second Thessalonians. Read that book, Daniel chapter 11 as well, and Matthew 24. So the prince that shall come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. And so we believe that this will be just a time of great horror for the children of Israel. And it says, and the end thereof shall be with a flood and unto the end there will be war and desolations are determined. There is a historical character in Daniel 11, Antiochus Epiphanes. And he comes down and he's a, he's a prelude. He is a, a portrait of what the Antichrist will be like. He hates Israel. He goes down, he desecrates the temple, he offers a pig on the table, just he's a, he's a monster, okay? And so he is a picture of what the Antichrist will be like. The Antichrist will start off all smooth and wonderful, comes in on a white horse as Revelation 6 we learned. But then it tells us that he's going to make a covenant with Israel and then break that covenant and he's gonna rip his mask off and he's gonna be one vile, vicious leader full of hate, full of murder, full of violence. And so in the end, desolations are determined. What it is called in the middle of the tribulation when he just really shows himself, the Antichrist, what you are going to see is what is called the abomination of desolation. Now here's the last verse of the prophecy. And he, the Antichrist, shall confirm the covenant. He's going to be making this covenant with Israel. And it says he'll make it with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation that was part of the sacrifice to cease. The first half of the tribulation is 42 months. And it says, and for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate. 
even unto the consummation, and that are determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Now let me tell you about this prophecy that I told you was so phenomenal, and it is this. It is Sir Robert Anderson did this calculation. You can look it up on the internet. Look up that name. He used to be years ago the head of Scotland Yard. And he takes us from 445 BC where the uh, decree was made by Artaxerxes where Nehemiah was to go and be allowed to rebuild the walls in troublesome times. And from that date, 445 to 32, AD 32 is when Christ's triumphal entry was at the final week. And so 445 BC, the date was March the 14th, and that was Nisan, unto April the 6th, and that also is the period of Nisan, AD 32, would be 173,800 and I believe 80 or 86 days. The Jewish calendar is 360 days. We also have some corrections in the calendar and they add a month, a 13th month occasionally. But do you see that here in Daniel 9, 24 to 27, that prophecy, let me read it in verse 25, know therefore, and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem, 445 BC, unto the Messiah, the Prince, shall be seven weeks, 49 years, and 62 more weeks. So that's a period of 483 years from 445 BC to 32 AD. And so we know that here is a prophecy telling us the exact time period that our Lord would come. That's why we know that Jesus is Lord. We know that Jesus is the Messiah because of this prophecy that was fulfilled. It wasn't a random thing that Christ died when he did or that he uh, presented himself at the triumphal entry. But that week is the week that Christ died for our sins. And because of his death and burial and resurrection, you and I can have life. You and I can be true Christians. You may be listening even as a Jewish person. I want you to know that God loves you. And if you receive Jesus as the Messiah, you become a completed Jew. If you're somebody that's a Muslim or an atheist or any other religion in the world, you can receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I'm so glad that you were listening to this. Do some more research on your own regarding this 
phenomenal prophecy in Daniel 9, 24 to 27. In closing, if you'd like to contact me for a prayer request or um, maybe you just want to be a prayer partner or one of our friends of the ministry and you would like to support us, then contact me at charisman1234 at gmail.com or by text 386-795-8494. God bless you. I love you. This is Pastor Earl for this particular program, Faith Life, with Pastor Earl and friends. And I trust that as we listen together and we grow together and we keep our eyes on Jesus, you'll not just be my friend, but you will be a friend of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. God bless you. Have a great day. I love you.